Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Adam Shine Podcast. Ah, yes, episode 99 of the Adam Shine Podcast, and we have a tremendous, tremendous interview for you. One of the top quarterback prospects in the upcoming NFL draft, Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter, the featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast. A lot of buzz that he's going to go in the first round. He is compared on the NFL level to my guy Alex Smith. And that, to me, is an ultimate compliment. What he did for four years at Cincinnati, really, it's unprecedented goodness and greatness in terms of taking that program to new heights, winning games, having the it factor. And I could really see the teams that he's visiting, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks, the Carolina Panthers, the Detroit Lions having a ton of interest when it comes to Desmond Ritter in the upcoming draft. And remember this, if you're one of those who love the over-unders and the props in terms of the NFL draft, always take the over when it comes to quarterbacks. Look, I think that Ritter is going to end up being drafted in the first round. I think that you're going to see Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. We had Pickett in November on the critically acclaimed Adam Shine podcast. I think both of those guys are going to end up getting drafted in the first round. And I wouldn't be surprised because it's the most difficult position in sports to see one other, whether it's Howell or Corral. I I think we're going to see four quarterbacks get drafted when it's all said and done in the first round. Look, if your team is looking for someone who's ready to step in, play, start, lead, win, be Alex Smith, and a lot of teams need that kind of consistency and athleticism and accuracy, I think Desmond Ritter makes a lot of sense. Our friend Peter Schrager, King of the Mock Draft from Good Morning Football, he was on Shine On Sports this past football Friday after he dropped his first mock draft. And he had the Lions trading in to pick 32 at the end of the first round to draft Desmond Ritter. So I'm telling you, get to know the name. You should know it already from college football. You're going to want Desmond Ritter on your team. I think Malik Willis is the quarterback with the most talent and upside. He's got Josh Allen-like skills. I think that Willis and Kenny Pickett are going to both end up going in the top 10 of this draft between Carolina, who must draft the quarterback, Atlanta. I could see a team trading up. Maybe New Orleans takes their two first-round picks, trades up to five with the Giants. I could see the Lions picking a quarterback. I think that you're going to see two quarterbacks picked in the top 10. I can't wait for the NFL draft. Desmond Ritter, featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast, and he joins us next. (laughs) 
Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser, my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, this is an absolute treat. The featured guest this week on the Adam Shine podcast, one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in college football. He has big-time quarterback, franchise quarterback at the NFL level, written all over him, my guy from Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter. Desmond, welcome to the Adam Shine podcast. How are you? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I have to tell you, it is just a a joy to have you on. I'm a fan of everything that you did at Cincinnati, the way you go about your business. And, you know, as we were saying hello before we hit record, I I heard your daughter in the background. And listen, I I have a 14-year-old daughter, a 12-year-old daughter, 7-year-old son. I mean, there's, there's nothing better. I see your daughter when you do interviews all the time. How cool is that, going through this unique experience with her? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a unique experience. And, um, you know, I'm just blessed she's, she's in my life. And, you know, she makes my life better and obviously puts a smile on my face every single day. Um, but, you know, the, the, the interviews and, and stuff, she, she kind of attracts to the camera. Like, she was <laughs> right here at my lap because she, she heard the, the Zoom going on. So she wanted to be on camera. Um, but no, you know, the, these aren't memories that she's going to remember, but, um, ones that, you know, me and her mom will remember, um, and then be able to show her, you know, when she gets older, uh, without question. And your smile, as you were just talking about that, it's pretty cool. And listen, you'll, you'll be able to show her this forever and it's pretty special and it's pretty wonderful. And, you know, this process can be dizzying, you know, obviously you finish up at Cincinnati, you were a star at the Senior Bowl, practices, work ethic, combine. I'm catching you between visits. What's this draft process been like? Uh, it's been crazy, but it's also been fun. You know, I, I tell everyone, you know, a lot of people says, oh, it's long and, 
uh, it's draining and, you know, it, which, you know, it is, but, um, you know, I tell people all the time that there's only a couple hundred people, um, you know, every year that, that, that get to go through this. Um, and so to be a part of this, you know, I'm just blessed. Um, but yeah, you know, like for a lot of people that don't know, like, um, it's a lot of time, a lot of time away. Um, and obviously a lot of work being put into it. Let's start with the senior bowl. Our friend Peter Schrager told me a great story when we had him on our radio show, and I've known Peter for a long time, and you were with him on, on Good Morning Football doing a great interview on, on television. He was telling me, you got to ask Desmond, you got to ask Desmond about when, when he was at the Senior Bowl and, you know, the, the team was losing and they had an opportunity to drive down the field, and he got in the huddle and said, guys, we got this. We're going to score. And you kind of left, whether you know it or not, all the Jets coaches going, huh, this, this guy's going to be special what was that like for you, Senior Bowl week? And listen, that's an ultimate job application and interview, if you will. How did you think that went for you? Yeah, you know, I thought that went well. And, you know, you just talk about the Senior Bowl week overall um, from, from the first day to the game um, and just improvement every single day. And that's what I wanted to go down there um, and show the coaches. And then um, obviously leadership throughout practice. But then obviously when it comes to game time, um, that's just who I am, you know. Um, you know, I, I want to put the team on my back, um, and I know I got good players around me to make plays, and um, just you know, letting the defense know that hey, I got it. Like you give me the ball, we're gonna go down here and we're gonna go score this thing. Um, and so you know, that's just what I do. That's just who I am. Um, but you know, the Senior Bowl, like I said, it was a, a great experience, um, a great time, and just another great time to go down there and play with great players. And that's Desmond's mentality. In the Senior Bowl, I mean, I could say this now. I mean, the game doesn't count. I mean, you want to win; it's a, it's an audition. But that, that's that's your DNA. That's how you're built. I, I love that story. You know, you you're one of the best and most experienced quarterbacks in, in the last thirty years in in college football, starting for four years, taking Cincinnati to new heights. One of the things that always impressed me, Desmond, your ability to get better every game, every year, your accuracy, your completion percentage, your deep ball, obviously the win total and going to the college football playoffs. How much did you pride yourself on getting better every single year for Cincinnati? Oh, uh, hugely. And, then, you know, you can look at it as the overall year, but it's not just every single year, but it's every single day. Um, waking up with a purpose, a, a purpose to be better um, and to be, you know, as cliche, but 1% better every single day. Um, and, you know, you, you talk about all those things about what we did last season. You know, it wasn't just myself, but um, all my great teammates, Alec Pierce, uh, Maude Gardner, Kobe Bryant, um, and, and, you know, just a list of guys, Jerome Ford, that, you know, it was just a culture that we had built there at Cincinnati that um, it really led us to be able to, to do what we did. I was nervous. I was so outspoken. You guys needed to be involved in the college football playoffs. Were you nervous that the dust was going to settle and you guys were not going to be rewarded for your hard work and your wins and your domination? Or did you trust that you would find your way to make the college football playoffs? Because that is a really tremendous accomplishment for you, Coach Fickle, and your teammates. Yeah, for us, so, you know, throughout the season, it was like halfway through the season when, you know, the ranking shows came out. We kind of had a, a meeting that said, you know, we're, we're just going to put the phones away. We're not going to look at that. You know, we're focused on a, a conference championship. And, and that's what we've been focused on since day one, since I've got there in 2017, um, was a conference championship. And, 
you know, we know that, you know, we have no control over whether we get in or, or whether we don't. Uh, and, and so we were going to control what we could control. And that was our play on the field. Um, and, you know, there was a time in there where, um, you know, we, we beat a couple teams by, by 40, by 50. And then, you know, people kind of expected us to do that. Um, and for us, you know, we just wanted to win. And there was a lot of added pressure throughout the season um, of just, you know, making that playoff and being that first team in. Um, and so for us, we just kind of had to ignore all that, um, put our head down and grind. And, you know, we didn't care if we won by one point or we uh, won by 60 points. Um, we just wanted to win. Um, and that's what we did. And then, you know, at the end, we were able to be in the playoffs and uh, we gave it our all. What was it like playing for Luke Fickle? Oh, it was it was an amazing experience over, you know, my four or five years. I, I wouldn't want to play for any other coach. Um, he's a coach that, you know, comes in every day and works harder than, you know, any other coach, any other player that I know. Um, and he's just, you know, he loves the game, um, loves being around all of us loves coaching us um, and is there for us, you know, whenever we need him, um, both on the field and off the field. But at the end of the day, you know, he wants to see everyone succeed. Um, young guys through old guys, he wants to see everyone get better, like we said before, every single day. Um, and, you know, that's something that he prides us on is just, you know, waking up and having a purpose. We're taping this on Friday afternoon at around 2 o'clock Eastern time. Reportedly, you had a meeting with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday. There were a lot of quotes about that. What can you tell us about the meeting that you had with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because with your work ethic, your it factor, I mean, Pittsburgh is is a football town through and through. You would be a rock star in a place like Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin, accountability. What was the meeting like with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, it was a great meeting and a, a great visit. That was my first time to Pittsburgh. Um, so just being able to, to go around, see the, uh, the city, the facilities um, and the offices, you know, and, and just meeting everyone. Um, it was a great experience. That was my first visit. And, uh, you know, it, I, thought, uh, I thought it went well. In terms of who you met with, was it Tomlin? Was it the general manager, Kevin Colbert? Was it Matt Candler? Was the offensive staff? Who who'd you meet with? Yeah, I met with everyone from uh, Mr. Rooney all the way down to, wow. to equipment and, and, you know, just the, the, the ladies that are, are working at the front desk. Um, you know, I, I try to make my way around to, to every single person to, to get to know them um, and to, for them to get to know me. How about the Carolina Panthers meeting on, on the books coming up next week with Carolina? Yeah, so I have Carolina and Seattle next week. You know, I get the sense you would make a lot of sense for either one of those teams. Has Seattle shown a lot of interest in you throughout this process, Desmond? Uh, you know, I, obviously they had the, the quarterback change with, with Russell going to Denver. and um, So they kind of got in, in the mix kind of late. Um, and then, you know, quarterback coach came to Pro Day. Um, and we've been talking for a little bit, had a couple Zooms. Um, so, you know, I'm just excited to get out there as I am, you know, any other place. How about Carolina? What's the interest level been like from the Carolina Panthers throughout the process? Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've um, talked to, you know, a lot of Carolina scouts all the way, you know, from, like we said, from the start of Senior Bowl through Combine, um, through Pro Day. Um, so, you know, it, the, the relationship there has been good. Um, and, and, you know, I'm just excited to, to keep building and keep growing with each of these organizations and, and each of them. That's pretty cool. Have there been any other specific teams or coaches during this process that maybe you've you've bonded with over the last few weeks or few months? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a handful of coaches. Um, 
you know, from from a couple of different teams. Um, but, you know, I think for myself, it's just really trying to find the right fit and being myself um, with everyone um, and seeing just, you know, who kind of you gel with the most. When you go on these interviews, what do you stress in terms of what you bring to the table? Because you have the experience. Four-year starter, got better every year. You know, you, you, I mean, you're a great quarterback. Rich Gannon once told me, you know, you never, you never point the finger. You always point the thumb, right? So I ask you about your accomplishments. You mentioned your teammates. You, but I'll say it. You carried, you helped carry Cincinnati to, to new heights. What do you talk to these coaches about in terms of the experience and what you bring to the table? Yeah, um, obviously, you know, my film speaks for itself. Um, so, you know, obviously when, when we turn on the film, you know, they see what I can do. And obviously we talk about what I can improve on. Um, and, and then also, you know, when when you talk about film, just when we get in there and we're going through, you know, maybe their offensive install, just showing the knowledge. Um, and you talk about experience that I can bring into a meeting room, um, just being able to, to be smart and understand the concepts and understand the defense, and understand what's going on um, to be able to be the best that I can be. Do you think you're the best quarterback in, in this draft? Yeah, I, I do think I'm the best quarterback in this draft. Um, I, I think, you know, I've proven myself. Um, and, you know, I'm con- going to continue to keep getting better and, and keep, continue to uh, keep improving. You know, it's interesting when you talk about pro comparisons. Now, Alex Smith was a number one overall pick. I, I loved Alex Smith's career, you know. when And he struggled a bit early. But when he had the right coach and Jim Harbaugh, right people around him, then you see what he did in, obviously, Kansas City was fantastic, what he did in Washington. Do you like that comparison? You buy that comparison? If I say that to you, I hope you take that as a compliment because I loved Alex Smith in the NFL. Yeah, no, Alex Smith has been a great player, obviously. You know, that, that one horrific injury. Um, but look, that didn't even set him back. Um, he's still a great quarterback in the NFL. Um, but yeah, to be compared to someone like that, um, you know, it's obviously an honor and, you know, I'm going to continue to, to keep getting better, but, you know, also at the end of the day, I'm going to go out there and play my own game and be who I am and be myself. Do you think your game compares to anyone who's currently playing in the NFL right now? Yeah, I would say I kind of, I kind of put it in a mixture of a couple, um, like Marcus Mariota, um, Ryan Tannehill and a little bit of like Deshaun Watson. Um, and I think those three guys combined, um, I feel like, are, are kind of a mixture of my game. Oh, I love that because that's a combination right there of, and I, I could see that, athleticism, arm, accuracy, leadership on the field, and also toughness and clutch play. You, you certainly exhibited yes, all sir. of that. Well, I'm, I'm, what's, you have a knack, right, for, for playing your best when it matters the most. How do you develop, Desmond, that kind of knack? Uh, it's just a competitive spirit in me. Um, just always wanting to go out and beat the person across from me, no matter who it is. Um, and just knowing that, you know, if you go out on the field, you tell yourself you're the best player on the field, um, then, you know, no one can stop you. And so, you know, when those big time moments come on, you know, that, that's kind of what I feel like I was born for. Um, I, I was born for those moments. And so that's where, you know, I shine. How about the it factor? Because that's the, my favorite thing, and I love that. I believe in that in all sports, especially at the quarterback position. But everyone always says, Desmond has the it factor. Desmond has the it factor. Desmond, what's the it factor? Um, if, if I were to say anything, obviously, one, it would be my athletic ability. But then, two, 
just my ability to, to lead and, and be around others and make everyone else better. Um, be able to, to bring a team and organization together to, to do something great. And, you know, I feel like that's where I really pride myself in and I really strive, you know, once I get into an organization, a team, um, to be able to impl implement myself in um, within the brotherhood, within the culture of the team um, to be great. I think that's great. You know, we're hearing a lot of buzz in terms of you being drafted in in the first round. You know, maybe a couple of months ago, it would have been a, a second round pick. What are you hearing in terms of your stock, your status? You mentioned, you know, that's got to be the belief, best quarterback in this draft. Are you convinced you're going to be selected in the first round of the upcoming draft? Yeah, I think I'm going to be um, selected in the first round. Like I said, you know, I've done everything that I can uh, I can do throughout, you know, all these events, the the Pro Day, um, Combine, Senior Bowl, and, you know, I've put my best foot forward at every single one. Um, and then, like we have talked about earlier, continuing to put my best foot forward through these meetings um, and letting everyone see who I am and have nothing to hide. Um, and so, you know, like I said, I feel like I'm the best quarterback in this class. And, and you know, why wouldn't I go in the first round? I love that. I'm curious. One other team I want to mention before I go on to a different subject. Uh, Detroit. There's been a lot of smoke around Detroit. Have you had interactions with Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions during this process? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Um, throughout the Senior Bowl, um, throughout Combine. Um, and, and, you know, we, we talked and, and had meetings. And, um, you know, at the Senior Bowl, I had the, the Jets coaching staff, as we mentioned earlier, but there was a time in the Senior Bowl um, where we actually got to switch coaching staffs for a little bit and meet with them. Um, so as the quarterbacks, myself, Kenny, and Carson Strong, um, we all met with them and had a good meeting with them. And then um, had, they were one of my formals at, at the Combine, and that went really well. Um, and so we've just continued to, to grow the relationship there. Okay, you're in a room with Dan Campbell. What's that like? What is Dan? I love Dan Campbell. What's Dan Campbell talking to you about? Uh, I mean, we're just talking football, and then he'll crack a joke every every once in a while. Um, but, you know, he just kind of sits in his chair. But, um, you know, he, he's a great coach, and, and he would be a, a coach that, you know, I like to play for one day. Um, he, he's, um, you know, tough and, and, and gritty, and, you know, so is Detroit. Oh, I love that. I, I think he would be a rock star in Detroit. By the way, speaking of being a rock star, when you were on Good Morning Football with our friend Peter Schrager and our friend Kyle Brandt, did you ever think your Avril <laughs> admission would blow up the the way that it did? No, I didn't think so. They were there when I was in like the waiting room before. They were listening to some some throwbacks two thousand, and they had asked me to to pick a song, and there was just like any song, and so I was like, okay, you guys got me in the mood, so I went with that, and, and that kind of took me back. So. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, listen, the the 2000s are great. You know, we, we've got a, on SiriusXM a channel dedicated to the 2000s. So give me some of your favorite songs from the 2000s. Songs, artists. What what are some of your favorites from that era? Oh, maybe uh, <clears throat> I would say maybe a little Akon. Um, man, I, I'd have to go look back at my playlist, so. What's on your playlist now? Uh, what's on my playlist now? I got um, some Gunna, um, Little Baby. Um, I mean, there's a variety. I got some country music on there, um, some relaxing music. So when you get the I, I retweet, got I, I, I got it all really. <laughs> when you get the retweet from Avril Lavigne, what was your reaction when you saw that in real time? 
Yeah, I don't I don't even think I had seen it before. Someone had either sent it to me or told me about it first. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um, but no, it was cool, you know, for her to, to reach out and see that, you know, I, not only myself, but, you know, a lot of people love her song. I think you did an amazing job in terms of picking your agency. And I think that's that's a big key. I mean, it's so important. I mean, the root word of representation is represent. There's your daughter. There we go. Yeah, there she is. Hi. Hi. I mean, that's that's great. Uh, look at that smile. Look at those eyes. Look at those cheeks. Oh, that's great. Tell everybody her name. Uh, uh, this is Layton. Yeah, she'll be one on the 19th. So we got a birthday party next weekend. What what are you doing for the birthday party? Uh, going back home. Um, our nephew is also uh, turning one. He turned one um, last week. So he's just a few days older than Layton. So we're having a little joint combined birthday party. Oh, man, those one-year-old birthday parties. Three kids, I've been there. Those you know, those things are lit. There's no question about it. Because that, <laughs> at that stage, that age, it's about the adults. Then, then it's about the kids, and then it's a whole different yeah. kind of birthday party. That's a whole yeah. different situation. So, you know, we were talking about your agent. How did you make that decision? Because I thought it was a fantastic one for you, not only for the NFL, but for Buzz, but for marketing. How did you come to that conclusion? Yeah, obviously, you know, I was making my decision of whether to stay or, or whether to uh, to leave Cincinnati um, after the 2020 season. Um, and so throughout that process, I was obviously, and throughout that season, I was obviously, you know, going through the agency process of, of figuring out who was going to be my agent during that time. And, you know, kind of towards the end of the season, it came down to about two or three agencies. Um, and, and then, you know, I made my decision to come back. And, you know, at that time in December, January, there was just talks of NIL and NIL wasn't even a thing. Um, and then, you know, once NIL came along, I was like, dang, I need to, to get along with a marketing agency. Um, and so, you know, I, I grew the best relationship with Brian um, and at Vayner Sports and Gary and AJ over there. Um, and they've just done a, a tremendous job for me throughout, you know, NIL throughout um, and all of this. Yeah. And speaking of kids' birthday parties, you know, I've known Gary forever. Our, our kids went to nursery school together and then to elementary school together. So let me just tell you, and I, I know I've known Gary for a long time. You hit the jackpot. Yeah, I mean, he is a wonderful human being. I mean, he fits exactly what you want in an agent. He's going to, you know, an AJ and the team, they're going to work their derriers off for you. So that's great stuff. Yes, sir. Like I said, they've been doing a great job. Desmond, you're the best. I, I got to tell you, I am so happy for you. It's been great following your, your college career. Can't wait to follow you in the pros. Have fun at the one-year-old birthday party. I mean, that's good. Take a lot of pictures, a lot of video. I mean, my we had my oldest, you know, bought mitzvah last year. Look at all those videos. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So have a blast. Enjoy every second of the next few weeks. And can't wait to watch in the NFL. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You got it, Desmond. Great stuff. Hey, everyone. Jenti Ashanti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. 
Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Desmond Ritter, the Cincinnati quarterback. What a tremendous interview. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM, our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.